Thank you for tuning back into the Walk On Pod. This is episode 26, where uh, Jared with an early vino sip <laughs> right off the bat uh, in the garage. You gotta love it. And garage I guess, vibes. I guess that's the tone we're setting. Yeah, wow. Rat. I mean, and Tom's Tom's on the road again. You guys Hotel that are Tom. watching. We had to move the uh, the wine fridge is now in the garage. It was in the living area, but now it's in the garage because there's holes in our house. Yeah. That seems dangerous for your garage recording sessions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom, where are we checking in from tonight? Moscow, Idaho. You gotta love it. Dear you God, it. I will you pray for you. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, I know we're all excited to get into it. Uh, I'm going to kick it off with some great energy. Um, these two, man, you guys should have seen the group chat earlier this week when these two were talking about Sacramento Kings basketball. I mean, if 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 I knew that's where we were going I, first, if I never knew this day would come, uh, man, it was it was just it was great to see. So I, I don't I just want to kick it to you two for you to explain what you were you were telling me over text a few um, days. Uh, so a few days if, ago. if I'm being honest. I didn't realize that Jaw didn't play. Right. So that, that plays a factor. But 30-piecing the Grizzlies is a huge accomplishment regardless. You know, you play who's in front of you, just like in the playoffs, right? There's, like, no excuses. Um, so I do Grizzlies to... are sometimes better without Jaw. Yeah, true. So that's a good better, point. They're way better defensively. Um, I got to give you guys props. I told you we've been talking about it over and over and over again. And, like, hey, man, like – they look really good. Mike Brown is a great uh, regular season coach, and I think he's put you guys in a great position. I like so, that. Yeah, yeah. So I think, what, do mean, uh, what do you mean by regular season coach? Yeah, 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 let's talk about that. I feel like that was a jab. <laughs> it wasn't a jab. It's just like – Felt like a jab. Uh, <laughs> felt like a jab. <laughs> yeah, maybe a body hook. Okay. Um, you know, I just – like I, I hope – like we talked about before – I hope that the Kings are good and I hope they have success because it's good for Sacramento. And it's like, I want to see them do well because um, as much as I talk trash, like I was there when the Warriors were in the same position. So it's like the amount of time there was between run TMC and we believe, and then people don't realize that we believe was like a one-off. Like they didn't make the playoffs. They missed the playoffs by three games the next season. And then they didn't make playoffs until 2000 and I want to say 12, maybe 11. It was like right after the, the lockout was when they right. made playoffs again. And then they got bounced first round, second round. Like the Spurs were working them. They lost the Clippers. They beat the Nuggets. Series. Yeah, they beat the Nuggets with Andre Miller. That was their first playoff series. That was Steph's first playoff series win. Um, yeah, but, he went crazy. Yeah. Um, but That's when I knew. Yeah, and that's when Iggy was was with them. Iggy was on the Nuggets. Yeah, Steph gave him the hug at half court, and the rest is history. Yeah, um, <laughs> but but yeah, man. I think the other thing that I that I I have, you know, it's funny, uh, Luke. Not to dive too much or take too much time. Uh, when uh, at night, sometimes, well, actually, every night, uh, me and Amanda watch our TV shows and then the Kings are like the first thing on my YouTube TV because like basketball is like my main thing. So like I always flip the game on cause it's late game. And usually it's like nine 15, nine 30 uh, when Amanda goes to bed and I'll watch like last 15, 20 minutes. And uh, yeah, they, they look good. They, they look yeah. like, and like you said, like Fox just has uh, 
whether it's confidence or just control or just like being mature, like he just looks way better and way more like uh, in command out there. And I think that's like the big, big, big piece that we always, you and I talked about is like when Fox decides to impact the game on multiple levels, they'll be good. And I think that's the part of the trade that people don't really talk about is like they got rid of Halliburton and that was basically the the super green light for Fox. Like this is your yeah. team. Like that's how you, we need you to operate. So and then obviously Sabonis is playing at a ridiculous level right now too. But it's all uh, it's pretty it's pretty uh it's pretty good to watch. You know, as as a Kings fan, it's been a long time coming. Uh, yeah, Tommy, optimist. how you feel? My my needle was moved, man. My needle was moved. I don't I like that. It was good. It was just good hoops. They were beating the absolute beep out of the right. Grizzlies. And I was just impressed. Like Trey Lyles was sending Brandon Clark shots all over the court and then hitting transition threes and light the beam chance were breaking out with seven minutes left. Like the crowd was just electric. It, I don't know. I, it reminded me of when the Warriors were young and up and coming, just the 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 vibe and the energy in the arena, like you can tell it's a good young team that's I think if they keep Fox and Sabonis and keep building around them, like they drafted well with Keegan Murray, he's really good. If they keep building, like they're gonna be good for a while. And obviously Sacramento's just been dying for a team forever. So it's just it's it's electric in that arena. That's, so. that's like the other thing too. Like not like I don't think like people that listen to this, uh maybe there's somebody listens that doesn't live in Sacramento. Like I don't think people really understand the gravity of like when you're the only professional sports team in town of that town, like how OKC is or how we are, like how Green Bay is for the Packers. Like, like people don't get that. Like I I feel like, or they don't appreciate it as much because like, you know, big major cities have multiple professional teams. Whereas like Sacramento is like literally the river cats and the Kings. Right. Yeah. And like you have Sac Republic, but like they lost their MLS bid. So it's like, it's literally the Kings are like the only show in town. Yeah. And it has definitely a show right now. I was going to say it hasn't been much of a show for, for years. So, yeah. And then yeah. you put being like called the worst franchise in sport on top of that. And yeah, it was tough. But yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see the infinite. We all know that like after the All Star break is when, when real hoops really start to kick off. So, I think they're in yeah. a good position, though. I, I still think they can They've set themselves up for yeah. good I think, success. I don't see anybody. I mean, the Warriors aren't catching. The Warriors are going to have the play-in game. That's, like, pretty much set in stone now. They still can't win on the road, so it's, like, it's, I don't yeah. know. I think, I, don't, I think they'll finish higher in the play-in game. Really? Yeah, I'd hope I think so. They're, I think they're going to get seven. I mean, it's a pretty uh, tight race. Nah, I think they're going to go on a run right now. All right. Well, I hope you're more optimistic than me. But uh, no, I'm not very optimistic. You know, I'm not. <laughs> they have some yeah, very, say, they, they have some very glaring holes. Like we saw they what do. happened. They do. Like they won the game against the Grizzlies, but like the matchups that were going on in that game the other night, I was killing Bad. myself. Like Bad. why, 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 why? They, but uh, they need to make a trade. They they have to. They need to either get. They need to hit buyout the buyout market hard or make a trade. You know who? And, you know who's a crazy. Uh, I was thinking about this for the Kings too. I don't know if it'll work for the Kings because like Rashawn Holmes is starting to like get back in the rotation and stuff. But like, 
I feel like Wendell Carter would be if the Warriors could pull it off. But I think the Magic are going to want too much. But they're so backloaded over there in bigs like Mo Bamba and yeah. Wendell Carter and Mo Wagner. Like I feel like you can get one of them. Even Mo Wagner yeah. wouldn't be bad because he spaces the floor well. That's it's, what they it's don't like, have. It's, uh, I, like, I don't know. We don't need to talk about the Warriors for the whole time. But they just – Loon and Draymond have no – like, they just don't have any backups. James Wiseman has mm-hmm. played 58 games in three years. Yeah. I feel like, like it's – yeah. So – yeah, but no, shout out to the Kings, Luke. We I we marked the date. I think it was what the twenty fifth? Is that the twenty third? Yeah, the twenty third. Yeah. The Dubs won tonight, Jared, by the way. That's two in a row. Yeah, yeah, they did. I know. They beat the Raptors who the Kings lost to. Yeah. It happens. Um, but this I I want to match up. I wanted to segue this question. Is Mike Brown coach of the year right now? Yeah, definitely. I think I think I think the Nets coach. I is... like I like I like Bickerstaff though. The the Cavs look good. Yeah, mm. I'm going I Mike mean, Brown. It's Mike the Brown. Kings, man. It's the Kings. Say, They're the I three think the narrative. I think the narrative of the Kings actually being good and him being the catalyst for that is something that. Oh, no, it's it's Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Yeah. The, I mean, I'm not arguing with the pick. I was just yeah. you know playing devil's advocate. Like if I had no. to pick somebody else. I think that's. I was thinking. I would pick. I would pick Jock Bond before Bickerstaff. Anyway, mm, that's fair. But like, also well, like the Nets you, were bad. Under, okay, yeah. but that you got to think about. But the Nets. But too. the Nets' talent level is high, though. Like they were not playing sit, good hoops. But you can't sit here and say that the Cavs have more talent than the Nets. No, they don't. But so that's what I'm saying. Is like if I'm coach of the year, like. I'm looking at like how am I maximize? Like Donovan Mitchell scored seventy points, bro. Bro's playing like MVP levels. Like what? <laughs> like Danny Ainge wanted no nothing to do with him, <laughs> and then yeah. Bro's scoring seventy. Like that's a big deal to yeah. me. Like, yeah. but like that's like I don't know. And like, wasn't it seventy one? Huh? Wasn't it seventy one? I mean, yeah, okay. He had to one up. No, nah, he, like he had to one up. He had to one up. Debo. He had to one up. Debo. And they um, won, so. Yeah, and they won. Yeah, trust me. The game that D book scored seventy, there was that was not a win. That was a very ugly game. I watched every minute of that game. Um, yeah, no, I mean Mike Brown's a good call, and Mike Brown's won Coach of the Year before. And um, uh, actually, there was an article they were just talking about. He, oh man, I'm spacing now, but he was credit giving someone credit that we that we know. I can't remember now. No. Um. But yeah, no, I mean it's again it's it's good for them to be we want them to be good. It's yeah. just funny to make fun of them because they've been so bad. Yeah. 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 It's, it's super funny. Hilarious, some say. Oh <clears throat> you like all pain, star. Luke. That's all good. I mean, hey, I'm still here, right? Yeah. Yeah, that hit, man. I'm telling you. I'm still here though. Um, so we wanted to talk about the all-star starters also, uh, because they were finally announced. I feel like the yeah. biggest controversy controversy is the Embiid. Which uh, I don't understand. Okay, so how would you go about it? I think it's fine how it is. Like, it's like whether you start or whether you come off the bench, it doesn't change. Like, um, like that's an ego thing. And it's like, like Embiid is is very good, and Embiid's the best his position. But like, neither of you, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, are taking Embiid over the other three right now. Like, I mean, I'm, and I'm, my only like, thing is Katie's not healthy. Well, yeah. So. so then Embiid will probably start anyways. So it's like, 
everybody's making a big old deal about it. And it's like, it's just because the NBA wants something to talk about. But it's like, if I'm starting a team today, I'm taking those those three over Embiid every time. Yeah. Like, it's not close to me. And it's like, Embiid has won nothing. Jason Tatum just played in the finals. Kevin Durant has been in the finals and won the finals, finals MVP. And Giannis has won and won finals MVP. Like, Joel Embiid has never been to the finals. So, so what like, it, So what do you think about all the people complaining that that Shy Gilgis Alexander wasn't a starter? Yeah, that was my other one too. Um, who uh I mean Luca and Steph, like I think that's like probably a recency, like that's probably like or not recency bias, it's um Popularity. like a pedigree pedigree thing. Um yeah. like and plus Shia plays in like Urshay plays in um OKC, OKC where yeah, it's like and they're terrible. They're 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 not bad, but like you know they're he's putting they're up not, numbers though. Yeah. Oh, I mean I I we said that in the last episode. Like I think he's definitely gotta be in there, like even over some of the other people that may normally make it. Like Dame is making a hard push right now. He dropped 60 on yeah, <laughs> 29 say. shots. Like what like bro, after all it's that ridiculous. talk to Patrick Beverly had, like, shut up, bro. Is there a way yeah. like I said in the group chat, like, is there a way to mute him in real life? <laughs> After the starting yeah. five like debacle, and then now we're talking to Dame. It must be it must be the starting five thing that must yeah. be like it's like oh. following him. It's like an omen. <laughs> uh, like how dare but, he? Yeah, but like, I, I mean, I feel like the starters are fine. We there's been like a lot of talk of like what should change and what shouldn't change. And did you see that they're doing the draft live? Yeah, that's they pretty it's cool. Like, it's that's of pretty the cool. day of the game. They said or no something like, like that. Yeah, yeah. An hour. I didn't. I didn't see this. Yeah. So yeah, they're so they're like a real. It's life not like a game. special. Yeah. It's not like the special like they did last time where they pre-recorded it. It's like literally show up. Here's the here's the ten guys. Like oh I got so and so. Oh I got so and so. Oh I got so and so. Yeah. I mean they didn't pre-record it last year. They just did it before no. the game. No, they pre-record like, but it was a pre-recorded like. It was like thing. days in advance. Or it wasn't was? live. Yeah, it wasn't live. Oh, I thought it. I thought that they just did it live on TNT. No, I mean, it no, might no that live. was It might have been live, but it wasn't like the day of the game. Like, they're no, saying this yeah, is it like was live though. It wasn't. It wasn't pre-recorded. Yeah, I think. It was oh, live maybe, on, I, like, maybe I maybe maybe I read it differently. Okay, maybe it was just it. like it was like it was just like TNT. Yeah, like yeah, but LeBron it didn't happen the day of the game. We just though. like zoomed in or something. Uh, I think it. I think it's gonna add like a little if this is true because I saw a couple of tweets about it too, but I didn't know. How valid yeah. it was, but it'll literally be like a pickup game. Like you know, when yeah. someone gets picked ahead of you, like right in front of you, and you know that's your matchup. Like that's gonna change things. Like it really will. Uh, I think. I think the other thing too is like they should just. Someone mentioned this in the article that I was reading, the the ESPN article they were talking about. It. Um, they should just do away with positions completely. That's what I think. Like just, okay. just five, just five guys. Like because, like if 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 you're playing pickup. Right. If the if we're playing pickup, the three of us, right? And we have let's say like Joel Embiid and Giannis on our team. Like those are the other two guys of, of our five, right? Like if Giannis wants to bring the ball up the court, like we're not gonna say no, you're not the point guard. Or if Embiid wants to bring the ball up the court in an all-star game, I mean, like all-star game situation, like I would rather just have the five best players so far in the season on each conference. Okay. So you think that would, and then overall it would probably like even if, out. Yeah, and then, and then I would change the voting too, where it's like, 
okay, like don't let the like like what we talked about last time. The phones get the fans get to vote like one person, or they get to vote the captain or whatever. But it's like, like you said, it's a pickup game. Like if I want to have Giannis and LeBron playing the one and have Giannis at the two and like it's like playing when you used to draft your team on 2K, right? Yeah. Like you would do that. You know? So I think like it should just be the five best players like that are healthy and that have had the best seasons. It shouldn't it shouldn't matter like position like because I, I was I'm gonna mess this up and I don't feel like looking it up. Uh but like it was like you can only have two guard reserves and two forward reserves or however it's set up. It's like three and three yeah. or like you like maybe there's not enough like there's not enough bigs to 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 have warrant like you don't need three centers on the all star team. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I that's what you're saying, but it's just like gonna, it's, it's gonna get yeah, I mean it becomes a popularity contest, I think, either way, but like I feel like people get caught up in the positions too much. All NBA teams totally understand should be positional, but like All Star Game, it's like if you're make like Luke, if you're picking your best five players in the NBA, they're not going to be guard, guard, forward, forward, center. Right. I'm with Jared. No, I don't. I don't disagree. I think it's an interesting thought, but I just don't. I don't think we'll ever get to that point, honestly. Like you're already seeing problems with the whole Embiid thing. Like it's like I know, which is like again, it's just like okay, dude, KD's not gonna play. You're gonna start. Like, yeah. Did you see the tweet battle that's going on when he did the degeneration the X? Yes, that was so funny. Yeah, I that could not stop laughing. Too. That was awesome. He's so funny, Joel. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, it's too bad he doesn't back it up and win the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's what happens when you. Foul grift, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's uh, any any player that plays like that never wins the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, wrong. but again, no, like no hate. Like I, I if the if the Sixers are are competitive, it makes the playoffs more exciting. Yeah, because because like the Celtics are kind of reeling right now. I don't know if they won tonight, but they had lost two in a row. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Um. What do you do? You think that? Um. I saw another thing. Someone said they should expand it to fifteen players. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. I mean. No, I don't think so. I don't don't think so. I don't like it either. Because it's basically just gonna like take the value of being selected an all star. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Waters it down. Yeah, waters it down. It's like everybody gets a medal, like why, or everybody gets a trophy yeah. type thing again. It's like it's participation like, ribbon yeah. vibes. Like, <laughs> like thirty guys, you can't like thirty guys. Adding six more players is just dumb. Yeah, yeah, I'm not like I'm not supposed to be the elite of the elite for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and, I, and it's just like uh, you got you got to play fifteen guys in the game. Like, yeah, won't dude, be that's like, yeah, exactly. That's the other thing is like. The games are already ugly as they are. Yeah. Yeah. Man, speaking of all-stars, I know this is way off topic, but the Pro Bowl is two-hand touch now and stuff. What? Is it really? I think so, isn't it? I, I've never watched one Pro Bowl in my never, life. Well, yeah, I've never, like, actually sat and watched the Pro no, Bowl me before. Neither. But because last year's was horrible. I was seeing a bunch of stuff on, like, Twitter and stuff where, like, 
literally it was basically two-hand touch and the ref was just like downing the ball every single time the pass was caught and stuff and i think they actually officially ruled it to like flag or two-hand touch or something yeah i feel like like there's flag that'd be better yeah, football. Football's not like football's too violent. It's not a sport you can have like an exhibition game. Also, <laughs> like dudes are just out there trying to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, like then, when there's no, I know there's no incentive in basketball, is there? there uh, might be a monetary incentive. No, just like so. If you so uh, the short version is yes. If if you make an all star team or in your first three years in your in your rookie contract. You get eligible for the super max, so mm. it's an extra like forty mil. So what if is there an incentive for the team that wins it? No, not at all. So I like baseball. So I was gonna say baseball is the only major sport that's like that, then, huh? Yeah, exactly, and that's because the baseball game is getting so terrible. Yeah, I mean, so I, I think was that's like, a cool rule, but for baseball, it's cool because there's less playoff teams, and because there's like it's more of a like positional thing, right? Where it's like. Like there's a, like I'm if I'm if I'm the all star third baseman like I'm gonna get my at bats and if I do my job and if I hit well like you know what I mean whereas like basketball it's like I could be you know I could be LeBron I could be the best player on the team and I may only I may not get MVP I may only shoot like ten times you know right so um, yeah I saw that but yeah they've been talking about like doing away with the dunk contest and or fixing the dunk contest. I really like the one-on-one game for money. Yeah, that would actually be sick. That would be like really tight. Just I feel once. I feel like dudes would like really buy into that too. Like you can get so like the best players to do that, which is the other beef that I have with the dunk contest is like the best dunkers don't do it anymore cuz they're like scared. Yeah. Like LeBron's never been in a dunk contest like bro, what is wrong with you? Yeah, that's not Maybe. okay. Like he said so many times he was gonna do it and stuff too. Bro, he's scared to lose because like Kobe didn't lose, right? Kobe won and like MJ won. But MJ I could won, still do it. But MJ, MJ lost, lost one year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you like bro, you can't be scared to like lose. Yeah. Like everybody loves LeBron. They would he would win he probably. Would, I don't think he would win. I mean he might win off of what I'm you're I'm talking saying. about like Miami. Win. I'm talking about like Miami LeBron. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's not Mac McCollum got to win this year. Huh. That'd be crazy. <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom, I know you had one more NBA. Uh, oh yeah. Um, I mean, I was just gonna ask. Like, I don't know if you guys have been seeing like the ESPN posted. It was like, it was like I guess this week was like NBA rivalry week or something. Like ESPN posted a graphic mm-hmm. and like one of them. I saw one. It was like Jalen Brunson and like Kyrie were facing each other. And like someone tweeted, they were like, oh, yes. Like hearkening down the memory lane of the Jalen Brunson Kyrie Irving battles, like love rivalry week or something. I don't know. It was funny. My question was like, do you guys think there are like any real rivalries in the NBA right now? Without playoff series, there's not. So uh, I'm 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 talking about two teams. Like, do you think there are two teams in the NBA right now that like they play? They're like, yeah, I got to sit down and watch because this is a rivalry. I, I mean, think Warriors, Grizzlies, Grizzlies is good, maybe, man. but like it's not though because it's so one sided. Yeah, the Grizz never win though. Yeah, like it's so exciting win. to watch though. Oh yeah, 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 no, totally. But a rivalry, you have to have back and forth. Yeah. Like, like Clay, I saw like Clay the other day said that 
it's not a rivalry because we always win. But he was like, the Cavs, we were a rivalry because they beat us. Like, they stopped us from getting a championship. Like, that was a rivalry. But even then, they only won one time. So it's like... I think, yeah, no. I mean, that's in, but the the, the the Suns, the Suns Mavs energy from last season is interesting, but like it hasn't lived up to it, uh, like in the regular season so far. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like, the, I feel like the Celtics Bucks is not there. Like, yeah, the Celtics, like Celtics Nets or like Nets and Nets and Sixers played the other night and this, it like, uh, Ben Simmons gets booed. Okay, great. Ben Simmons gets booed everywhere. The Warriors are just the they're just the best show on earth, man. It's it's you know people oh, hate them. Like yeah. I think they're just like notorious at this point. I think it's just I think it's just hard because not everybody plays every game. That's another thing that's been going on right now, right? Is like there's no way to have like if I only play half the games of our teams competing, like how can we have a rival? Yeah. Like if if Jaw and Steph played each other, let's say, 15 times over the last three years, that would be, like, legit, right? But, like, I don't think that's the case. Well, that's yeah. kind of what I was going to say. I was going to say, like, I feel like the blood has to be bad for it to be a rivalry. And, like, the other ones True. you brought up, like, I don't feel like it's, like, real bad blood. So, I feel like the Grizzlies and the Warriors, like, it's the closest to bad blood rivalry, even though it is one-sided. But I feel like the, like – Mutual the, the, hatred for being on the court. Yeah, they surely hate each other. Yeah, yeah the, like, the 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 Clippers, the Warriors series. Yeah, that like the 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 Chris Paul Clippers when Steph started to like really like that's when everybody was like Chris Paul point God, Chris Paul point God, and then Steph was like, uh, hold on a second. Yeah, and like he was on his come up. Like they still lost. They hadn't won yet, but like 2012, 2013, 2014, like those were gnarly games. Yeah, yeah, and that was in like, like, bro. That's when that's when Steph did the little dribble through yeah. three people and Spencer yeah. High. Like, bro, what? And then he made Chris Paul popcorn. Like, yeah, there's been some good ones with the Warriors, the Cavs. Yeah, yeah. the Thunder was a fun one. The Thunder and Spurs was was solid. Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the Grizzlies just... have always been a good one too. Like, they struggled with them in the playoffs. Yeah, they beat him in the playing 15. game, all that, blah, blah, blah. But. Well, I also feel like now, like, a lot of people kind of just hate the Grizzlies. Like, there's a John lot of never people. stops talking. <laughs> well, he doesn't stop talking, but I don't feel like he's, like, as serious about it. Like, I feel like he's, like, playing into it. I don't know, it's but Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Brooks. Everyone hates Dylan Brooks. It's, it's Dylan just Brooks, his face, bro. bro. It's his face. He's got a Grayson Allen face. Bro, so he has like, a Grayson Allen face. Brooks called Shannon Sharp, a pedestrian. Like, yeah, he called him a casual, He's just asking bro. to be hated. Okay, but on that note, Shannon Sharp should just shut up and watch the game, though. Yeah, but you know he's not going to. Yeah, but, I know, it's but Shannon like, Sharp, like, okay, but you can, bro. Okay, but that we talk about this. Like, you want that energy? Okay, when Stephen Adams stepped up, you didn't want that energy. No, nah, he stood ten toes. I disagree. He stood right there. Uh, I don't know. You watch go, go watch the video. Steven Adams. He wasn't. Up, he Sharp wasn't woofing. Right he face. wasn't woofing like that. He he directed this way to T. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. You got to go watch the tape because Steven Adams I did watch the up. tape. Steven Adams watch pulled up and the tape Sharp of a sideline dispute. This is crazy. I just uh yeah. I mean, when you look at Grayson Allen, you just want to punch him in the face. I feel like a lot of people feel <laughs> that way about Dylan Brooks. Yeah, no, I'm not a Dylan Brooks fan. I don't really hate him, but it's just like I'm not. I look at his jumper and I get mad. Well, yeah, because I mean, yeah. he falls through like bro. this. 
Well, he has he has T Rex arms, bro. Yeah, you know, his arms are like OD short. That must be a Grizzlies thing because Desmond Bain. That was his knock coming in the league that his arms were too short. Well, that his was Dylan Brooks. Crazy. That was Dylan Brooks' knock too. Yeah, and they his, to his, both his, like, oh, short arms. We want those guys. I mean, Desmond Bain's gonna burn her. So clearly, like, Desmond yeah, Bain's really good. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to the TCU Horn Frogs. There, you know. Mm, yeah, they're good in now. Football school. Yeah, big to well for basketball school. They're ranked. They just smacked uh, Kansas. That was yeah. The Big Twelve has five teams in the top I was, fifteen. I was literally about to say something about that's that. crazy, and they've been having some crazy games too. Yeah, BYU is going to do really well out there. For I'm people excited. that for people that Good don't know, yeah, for people that don't know, the place where BYU plays, the Marriott Center, is actually bigger than the Utah Jazz's arena. <laughs> it Ooh, seats what, more people. What <laughs> it what I always tell people too is like the production of it feels like an NBA game. Like it doesn't, yeah. I've been like, I've played on opening night at McHale center and like, obviously that's a bunch of people and it's loud, but it still feels like a college game. The BYU home crowd feels like an NBA game. Like yeah. it's so professionally totally. done. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah they do yeah, not, they do not mess around. No, it's not. Nah, it's it was insane. actually insane. Yeah. Even if you go to, I've been to practice. So I went to practice when I was out there, uh, the BYU practice and like, See the same thing, like everything's done super well, and like yeah. all the big time alumni, they go to practice. Yeah, well, see, I think that's why the Big 12 move is it's probably smart. in line. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure those values align more with that conference, but so we were talking about NBA basketball, talk about rivalries, things like that. Um, I wanted to kind of get your guys's take on uh. I know both of you heard, I don't know if everybody else heard, uh, J.J. Redick was on a podcast and was talking about how uh, Coach K had met with him after his sophomore year and said that like he was the reason they didn't win a championship uh, in college and and how that kind of shifted his mentality and like made him feel a certain way. And I, I think like most of the people that play high school basketball, they really, really want like – to play at a high level, like play, you know, for Duke or play for, you know, some team that's like ranked Kansas or any, Kentucky into that. But I think like the other thing that's that's tough that people don't take into account is the pressure and the struggle and the expectations in sports in general. Like everybody wants to be number one tennis player in the world. But like, do you really want that pressure of being number one tennis player in the world? And like everyone watching your every move and everyone criticizing everything you do. And I think playing at a high level, like looks like, like a game of like glamor, but like it's super mentally taxing. And, uh, you know, when JJ was in college, he was like public enemy number one. And like, like had a ton of weight on his shoulders and the reaction from the fans and being in like, we were talking about rivalry. Like that's a real rivalry, you know? And like, then you have like the expectation of the coach. So like, I feel I want to know what you guys think as far as like, is it something that like you have to like that's in like born in you to just like handle it? Or do you think it's like something that's learned or you think it's something that like you have to take with a grain of salt if like if that's the path you take? Um, I mean, I think yeah, that's a that's a pretty loaded question, honestly. But I honestly think like when you talk about in history like the greats and everything it's the way they like attack those opportunities like instead of looking at it as like a 
yeah, I'm under the spotlight. Like, I know I'm going to be in scrutiny, like all of this. Like, it's more of, okay, like take the tennis example for you. Like you said, number one tennis player in the world, when you go to the next Grand Slam, like this is a chance for me to prove why I'm number one in the world rather than like I'm going to be under all this scrutiny. And so I feel like that's what ultimately separates like the people who stay in those positions and are the greatest versus like people who are mentioned and then are, are kicked out of the next news cycle kind of. Yeah. Tom, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I just I think it's tough. That's just it's a lot of pressure on you. <laughs> and that's a pretty heavy comment that Coach K said to JJ, but that that definitely fueled him to make him the player that he was. He he I think I'm the one who sent the clip in. Yeah. He said later, like on in that clip that he never won a championship, but like he was always playing like he knew in his mind he was always playing the right way and playing for like like playing to win a championship and like he knew what it takes to win the championship even though he never won it and he yeah. did it like and then that we got we get into all the off season work he did we talked about it with Cam like that dude was a psychopath mm. yeah and he said like it was the best or worst and best thing a coach ever said to him right which right. like I don't think but see I don't think he gets enough credit is like. You got to be able to not only like, like, I think how you respond to that comment. That's what I was just going to yeah, say. Being yeah. able to take that is like, yeah, and not take it personally. And that's pretty where, impressive. Like, yeah. That's where d- people in general, in all walks of life, even in like business outside of sports, like, like you have a job to do and you're making X amount of dollars to do that job. When someone tells you that like you're not doing it well or you need to do it better, like most people just like take it super defensively. And I think like what you said, Tom, is I think the great ones, like they want to be coach hard. Like they talk about Kobe, like Kobe Tex Winter, you know, like coached him hell hard. Like like Phil Jackson coached him hard. Like, you know, MJ, same thing. Like Phil Jackson coached him super hard. Like these dudes like wanted to be coached hard. Yeah. And I, I mean, think oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, that's how you get better. Yeah. But a lot of guys don't want that though. I think you just have to get. I mean, a lot. Yeah, a lot of guys don't want it, but I think, I think you have once you once you understand that, like Jared, you and I have talked about surrounding yourself with people. Like, if you're a coach, to disagree with you, so you can build on their ideas and build. Like, well, once once people get like that, it has to be hard to get better. Like that's what. Like once you grasp that idea, that's when you can succeed like fully. Yeah. And I don't think like oh, you're saying a lot of people don't like. It. I just don't think a lot of people understand that. I think people coach them hard and don't like it. Yeah, I think like well, and I can say, and again, this is my own personal experience. Like, I think that's why both of you have had so much success because there was never a point where I said something like had these really hard conversations with you guys, or I got in you and like really like yelled at you and stuff like that. Like there was never a time where you guys like took it personally, or you guys had that face of like deer in the headlights were like, Oh my gosh, this person's yelling at me. You know, like it was like, okay, you're right. Yeah. It's not that I know everything like by any means, that's not what I'm saying. It's just like, someone that cares about you and cares about your success is going to like that really cares is going to hold you to a high standard 
And I feel like that's the other thing that happens to like a lot of guys in the NBA and probably NFL and like any professional or like high level sports is like the people are so scared to like, uh, like, f- like fracture their relationship or like, like lose traction in their standing with that high level player that they just like, they're scared to like say what really needs to be said. Right. And speaking for myself, like Luke can, Luke can say whatever he thinks. Like I knew when you were like having those conversations with me, like I remember one specific one, I played really bad. You came to one of my, you came to what? You didn't come to many of my games and I played really bad at one of the games that you came to. Yeah. And you guys lost to Rockland. Uh, Darius. Well, that one. Yeah. But there was another one, my junior year. There was another one, my junior year that you came to mm-hmm. and it was capital. So, Christian. Steve, so we wait, won. who was the, who was the head coach though? Sandy was head coach. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But we won, we won, but I didn't play well. And we had a conversation the next morning and I don't, I don't remember specifically what was said, but like you were being hard on me, rightfully so. But I didn't take it as all oh, this guy's being a dick. Like I took it as he cares. Like he wants to see me be better. And I think that's the disconnect is when people get coached up hard like that, they're like, Oh, whoever is saying this to me is just being a jerk, blah, blah. Not, they actually want to see me succeed. I have to hear this so I can grow. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks I think you're not the other loss though. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, was well, say, I just that was remember ass move. Hey, 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 that wasn't an ass move. I thought that's what he was talking about, dead serious. Because Tom, like, I guess it doesn't matter because he'll never probably listen to this. But like, Luke, like, when I was after the, you know how I roll at the games, Luke. <laughs> I was right. Just, I mean, I felt yeah, like last yeah, weekend. No, but you know how I roll. Like as far, no, no, as far as like how I roll into the game, oh, like, like real, real incognito. <laughs> yeah, like literally like this. <laughs> walk to the top of the bleachers. And like no one knows who I am or who like I look probably like a serial killer up there. Is this home uh, or away? Because you this came is to home. home. This is home. And like so, uh, I'm laughing at this now. So like Tommy's coach his senior year, he was not a good coach, and he is only there for one year clearly because he wasn't a good coach. But I'll never forget after the game, like Tommy comes out and Tommy and I are having the same conversation that Luke and I had the other day. Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. And and this dude, so this coach, right? The head coach, he's like mean mugging me because I'm talking to Tom. And so I make eye contact with this dude and I keep eye contact while I'm having this conversation with Tom. Like I'm I'm talking to Tom right here, but I'm looking at this dude like this while I'm talking to Tom the entire way he walks out. Forgot the door. about this. This is on my senior night too. Yes. And he was like so distraught that he didn't know who I was. He had never seen me before, but he was like, Who is this person talking to my point guard? It's like, bro, I'm the reason like you have a point guard. Yeah. I- <laughs> it's like like I felt disrespected. And so I was making sure he knew with my eye contact that like don't like don't f with me come over I here think, see what like what's he up asked me i think he asked me who you he were. did he did yeah, yeah. but come like on. in a very aggressive like uh, like intrusive way yeah we can mm, he'll i hope he never listens to that now nah, if he can he can still see me <laughs> okay we could we oh. could yeah we could oh uh, man i could move on, <laughs> yeah. on. no uh, we'll, we'll, i'll finish up my thoughts on this and then i have a funny story but uh i i think jared and i have had countless if you people want to say difficult conversations which i've never thought they were difficult and it's funny because like we've known each other for so long now that 
some of them, Jared will be like, you know, like it's all out of love, right? I'm like, Jared, can you stop? Like, shut up, dude. Like, you <laughs> I didn't say, say that. Today. <laughs> you said it on Saturday. I said, bro, get off my phone. Like, you think I really like am in my feels? Because 99% of the time, I agree with everything he's saying. It's just like I gotta do it type thing, and it's yeah. and it's. It's but hilarious. Luke is also, but Luke is, before you move to the next part, Luke is also the person that if he feels truly a, a certain way about like a specific play or a specific situation, he's not shy to let me know. Like he interrupts and jumps, like he jumps the gun. Like I don't even get to finish my point. It's like, no, yeah. no, no, look, this is what happened. So-and-so was doing this and doing this. And, uh, and then I'm like, look, bro, just shut up and listen to what I have to say. I yeah, drove out here I to also, watch this, watch this game. <laughs> I also, I also don't think that our relationship was always like that. I feel like no, that probably didn't happen until like senior year of high school. No, totally, hell no, yeah. Because no. Jared used to be like, "Bro, do you even like?" <laughs> I'll just be like, "I got you," and he'd be like, "I know you got me, but like, fight back." <laughs> I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> That was really good. I feel like because he, Jared, he's yelled at me plenty of times, but like it would be, it, he'd yell at me and then he'd look at me and he's like, You got it? And I was like, Yeah, got it. Like, I would just look like, at Jared with a blank face and he'd be like, He'd be like, Are you gonna? He's like, Don't give me that face. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said right some here. choice. I said some choice words. Yeah. He'd just be like, He'd be cussing me out and I'd be like, And he'd be like, Don't, don't. He's like, He's like, Let's fix that. Don't give me that face. I'm like, All right, bro, relax. <laughs> well, it's the funniest time during trainings, too, because I've seen Tom do this as well. He'll, like, get on us about, like, whatever it is, and then we'll go do exactly what he asks us to do right after, and he's like, all right, let me shut up. Like, <laughs> yeah, got it. Yeah, well, this – yeah, you're the king of that, though. Well, well, now I am at this point. Yeah. I feel like I can pull the vet card. But even growing up, like, I'd be struggling with something, and you'd be like, Luke, this is what you got to do. And then, like, the next rep, I would do it. And I, I remember specifically Hezzy pull-ups at 24. Oh, like, God. We were in there for, like, 45 uh... minutes. And I finally got it. You were on my ass that day. And I was in, like, seventh grade doing Hezzy pull-ups from the top of the key. It hang dribbles, man. Bro, bro I was like, bro, I was so... like, this little unathletic shooter is going to figure out how to hang the ball. It was so he funny, couldn't do bro. the footwork right. It was hilarious to no, watch. And then I finally did, and he was like, "See, you know, well, actually, what happened was you videotaped me and then showed me, and then the next rep I did it right after I watched it." And, and then I felt like I was a real. That's when I felt like I was really him. Nothing like a good old skip, skip hesitation hang. Hey, hey, you know what? My I have a new line now. I hope. Uh, I hope you got. No, no, I have a new line. Yeah, we got about a month before we get hit with the one line. No, no, this is no, this isn't to you guys. This is like the high school kids. I wouldn't. I I got a new line. Uh, I (laughs) tell like when stuff like that happens, I look at the kid, I stop, and I look, I shake my head. I was like, man, I need to. I need to raise, and I use some choice words before raise. But I was like, I'm about to tell your dad. I'm about to charge you more money. That's so disrespectful because you know that they're, like, nervous going back. No, the and then I like... doubled them. No, but then I doubled down. like, and I'm going to tell them it's coming out of your allowance. I'd just be forgetting that. I'd just be forgetting Bro. what it was like the first time I went to training. Like, like uh, it's just like, Jared's just like a brother now. He's not a, like, like, yeah. I'm yeah, like, you know, like, bro. The first time Jared told me we were playing one on one, I think I was in seventh grade. It was, it was the scariest moment of my life. Like yeah, I was like, like what? In, in like clearly, me and Jared were like cool trainer player relationship, but we were not like friends. No, like and plus it, that was back when I was still playing all the time. Yeah, you were still not you now. You were still yeah. agile. You were yeah. Oh, what I do you think still, you are now? 
And yeah, exactly. That totally. That's what it is. And, and no. I was a child. I was like five years old. Bro, you seventh grade. I can remember like, right, that day. Out. We were on the oh, side. We were on the side out. court. The oh, side court at twenty four on the far left. Bro, Tommy, when you talk about fouling, I will tell you right now, I was fouling the shit out of him. He's a I was a seventh grader, bro. What's I was forearm. Problem? I was forearm chucking him. Well, no, because I actually remember exactly what happened. I hit like a, a rager for a seventh grader, like super half court at twenty four, and he was like, "No, you're driving the ball." And then every single time I got home in the key, boom, he's like, "Stay on your feet." I was like, "Bro, I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> It sounds like me and Drake playing mini hoop, so and I'm funny. just getting bullied. I can literally remember that day because Luke was Bro, so was tiny. Nice. Like nice. I had to get so low to hit him in the hip and not clip him in the chin. Bro, you're a it, dick, it, dude. Of course, <laughs> yeah, duh. No, I loved it. I loved it. It was fun. I mean, I don't remember being upset after. I just remember being like scared. Yeah, during, like, during it, like scared. This guy was. This like, is like low key child abuse. What was? <laughs> Well, and the then, worst and then, was he, hey, he no, was about ahead. to take off again in like a year. So like, <laughs> we're talking about like he was still doing it. Yeah, he literally went and played professionally like a year <laughs> after that. So it was like real. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was bad. That's yeah, that was bad. The worst one. I'll, I'll, I'll shout out. Shout out. Will's. You still talk to RJ? Uh, uh, Tom or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe RJ listens to this. The worst was his sister, Soraya Smith. Reggie, so for people who don't know, Saray Smith was a very, 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 very good basketball player, Sacramento area in high school. She ended up playing uh, Division One. Um, her dad would lit- her dad played in the NBA for a little bit. Uh, Reggie, uh, his son played with Tommy. That's how we know him. Um, her, his his dad would or their dad would come in and be like, "Hey man, I, whatever you got to do, like just get her head right." And this one <laughs> she she was such like she was such a pill like she was such a pain in the butt that i would get mad i'm like whatever we were doing i would just stop the drill I'd be like all right contact finishes and i would literally get the pad <laughs> and i would level her like she would go horizontal and like and her dad would just sit there and watch and just like unfazed i can imagine <laughs> the reggie the reggie list yeah look. like and she hated it i know she is she probably hates me to this day but it's like a long list of those yeah oh man that list is so much longer than people that love me and it's okay yeah but it's it's the the strength that we love you you know yeah hey oh my gosh yeah saraya smith she got it the worst so i'm sorry saraya looking back on now i have daughters i'm sorry (laughs) tom you never you were never at 24 with jared huh no tom never hit 24 grimiest hours with jared strictly a sport court guy man we're talking bro like there were times when me and jared would be out there with like eight feet of room in a hoop like and and then you know tweedle dumb is over here getting his his cardio in while we're trying to work out you guys are really you guys are really getting after it or the it used to be when i used to train the vist like the vista freshman team and it had like all the homies and it was like, yeah, it was. Oh man, Luke was in seventh grade at the time. Shit, <sighs> I was running around I elementary school, not knowing what I was doing with my life. Yeah, listen, bro, we can. We don't. I don't want to get into that. We were talking about ages, and I know we're way off the path right now. But we were talking about how old I am in the locker room last week. It's so bad. Our freshman was like, "Bro, what year did you graduate?" It was like 2017. It's <laughs> like, "Bro, I was in seventh grade." Okay, we, we can move on. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's wild. Bro, yeah. it's bad, bro. It's so bad. Um, 
So to get try to get back on track here, because we could just talk about my discretions as a bad person all day, probably. Nah, but. that was. But the whole <laughs> message behind this was yeah. like that was all out of love. Like you did that, yeah. and we were receptive to it because we knew it was out of love. You were yeah. gonna go I mean, that. Yeah, JJ is still a douche for everyone yeah. listening. Yeah, it's okay. JJ <laughs> was player props, but yeah, I'm good with it. I'm okay with my who I am. JJ was player of the year in the nation. He ended up being top 10 draft pick and he made the playoffs every year and in the league except for his last year. Great player. Yeah. Really good podcast too. We'd yeah. love to get him on here at some point. I, I, yeah, that That's would be dream. amazing. That's on the book. I have a, I'm, I'm all over the place. I have a bucket list and Bob does sports is at the top, but JJ's on there. And plus like JJ, I wish they would just, I wish they would just let JJ do more of the games. Cause his, his, his game, his game, like, uh, like he's commentary the, is he's awesome. On the mic, yeah, he's, he's really good. Get, I'm, um, I'm gonna get more sidetracked here, real just real quick. That's okay. my bucket list. But we were in the airport. <laughs> it was me, Jay, and our my other teammate, Austin, Austin Smaley, the goat. Shout out to Austin. He's having Shout a kid. Congrats, congratulations, having a Austin. kid. He's having a kid, yeah. Baby boy, Ooh, baby boy on the way. Mm. Yeah, we were we were talking about we were talking about like Austin. gonna need more of this, Austin. Austin, Austin is an also avid, uh, brilliantly dumb podcast listener, Bob, Bob the sports guy. And he, he goes, he goes, there's a short list of people in this world that if I saw in public, I would ask for a picture. And Bob is at the top of that list. And I was like, I'm, I'm absolutely behind that. Yo, the video take. you guys sent the group text, I was crying. <laughs> I need to tap in because that was hilarious. Yeah, Joey D to San Francisco. Bro, sailed the sand shot. Sailed that. Oh, my God. Bro, this all episode right, is all over the place. I it, love it. I love it. That's why it, I know. We're, like, we're really just having a real conversation right now. This is why I wanted to do us three every other week. So, like, the listeners can really get to know us. Because we could really sit here and have these conversations forever. We have <laughs> like, these conversations all the time. Like, I tell myself I'm going to go to bed. And then the group chat starts firing. And then, like, I'm up till 2 a.m. I had to put it on D&D the other night when I told you I was going to bed. Like, oh, I was yeah, me and Tom were going crazy about the Warrior game. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go oh, to my bed. gosh. Well, that game was absurd. Absurd. This guy, Jordan Poole. <laughs> no, he's... Okay, like, let's let's move on. Uh, it's good back so, to win the game. Yeah, so... Uh, the main thing that I really want to talk about, and it's kind of where... This is all, like, encompassing. So, and this is going to hit, like, right at Tommy's heart here. So... Athletic families, my question is, is it all genetics? Is it environmental? Is it developmental? Or is it just a coincidence? Right? Because for for this is for Luke. The Corda sisters are two of the best golfers in the entire world. Right. Nellie Corda has been number one. She's Her swing is as good as it can get. She's like a robot. It's amazing. Um. But then it it kind of popped up on me because her younger brother, their younger brother, Sebastian Corda, just lost in the quarters of the Australian Open, but he's only 22, and he's ranked like um, 31st right now at 22 years old. And it's like I had – so I started doing some research and thinking like, okay, you have – your two older sisters are two of the best golfers, and now you're becoming one of the best tennis players. But then to find out that his dad actually won the Aussie Open as a as a as a tennis player, and his mom was ranked as high as twenty sixth. So it's like it, you can go back in history of like like Darren Carlson. Both his parents were 
Olympic track athletes. Now, does that translate to basketball? I don't know. But it's like, I mean, like, what do you guys think? I, I, I have my own opinion, but like, it really had me thinking, especially again, like I have two daughters. They're very, very young and they haven't like, they're too young to play sports, but like, there's no reason why I feel like I can't create a blueprint for them for whatever sport they choose to like be really, really good. I don't know if they're going to be ranked or whatever on any of that stuff, but like, I feel like there's a specific like blueprint to doing it, but there's also different ways to get there. Cause like the way tiger's dad did it was like, you know, maybe yeah. not ideal, but like it got it done. But yeah, uh, I'll let, I'll let Luke answer first, but I just want to, add on to what George said um Wagner the high schooler his dad yeah. was a McDonald's all-american and his grandpa was a McDonald's all-american that's yeah. three generations of Dewan Wagner was cold I'm telling yeah. you right now but just like going off of what Jared said like I don't know Luke can hit on it first but that's crazy three generations of McDonald's all-americans is insane I think it's the first time ever it has to be yeah so I think it's hard to say it's one thing because I genuinely think it's a combination of it all. Like, obviously I think there's, there's some genetic component to, to why that happens. Like whatever is athletic is going to portion of it or whatever is going to get passed down. Like you, even in, even in like non-successful athletic families, you see like if someone's a freak athlete, their kids are probably going to be pretty freak athletes as well, even if they use it or not. So I think part of that is yes. Two, environmental. If you grow up around that standard, then you're going to like that's going to be the norm. You know what I mean? So like yeah. if if that's what you're used to and that's what you're grown up around, like so the step, that's what the, you, that's the step factor. Like he that and his step, dad being a shooter, step. like yeah. yeah, both of them, their dad being a shooter in the NBA, like that was normal. Like that was like, oh, this is what goes on. Like this is what everyone's dad's doing. Like as a kid, you probably don't even like realize what's really going on. You know what I mean? That's just what you think yeah. you do. And then so that's why I think it's environmental and then three developmental like these the the older generation that is feeding the younger generation like they knew what steps they took so obviously they can funnel their kids to the right ways to get things done now obviously times change and like the route that you got to take is different especially if it's different sports like you said but i think like you said there's a blueprint to it to an extent and if you already did it before like you know you can trust what you're giving them is, is something substantial. So I think it's really a combination of it all. I don't think it's coincidence at all. Yeah. No question. Yeah, so, but then what, so before yeah. Tom answers, so then what happened with him? What happened with MJ's kids? Then? I think that's, I think that got a two, that's too high of a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was the same pressure. thing with Gretzky, even though his son played a different sport. Yeah. I mean, his son-in-law was also like not that they're related, but shout out to, yeah. shout out to DJ. But uh, uh, what? I don't even know who that is. What are you talking about? Dustin Johnson. He was number one in the world golfer. And that's who's his who's daughter's Gretzky. Gretzky's daughter's husband. Oh wow! Yeah, that doesn't mean anything in this. Conversation. No, but I mean, just like athletic <laughs> family, one way or another. But uh, no, I think I think when it you're that great and you're seen as the greatest it's probably that's yeah. a lot of pressure to succumb to okay go ahead tom we don't want to cut you off i mean, I, I, I honestly i don't even know Luke, i mean Bronny just got named a mcdonald's all-american so what does that mean we had this conversation the other day 
I mean, that's I think that's a whole nother conversation. We could have a <laughs> we could have a James family conversation and that could go way different. That's way. genetics. <laughs> yeah, those kids uh, look at it perfectly. I think it's a combination of everything. It's 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 not one thing greater than the other, like genetics play a role, but I think environment plays just as big of a role as as genetics too. Like obviously you gotta be athletic, but like I guess I for me for me I can say growing up like I had I had really good um I had really athletic cousins. Like my cousins were all high level tennis players. Like my oldest cousin played tennis at Stanford and then I'm way younger than them. And then the next one came along and he played tennis at Harvard and the next one came along and he had Harvard and had big name schools. He played at BYU. Like, and I just saw the path of, of athletics in my family. And like, I was like, I just like looked up, I looked up to them so much like, Oh, I want to be like really good at a sport. Like they were kind of honestly the initial driving force for me to be playing sports so heavily, even though I didn't get into tennis, but like, that was like I, I think for that as an environment and then my sister Ashley <clears throat> shout out to Ashley before she stopped playing soccer she was really good at soccer in high school so like I just saw that and shout that, out I, Ashley yeah that's that's definitely the environment part of it and then obviously the development but I think the development just goes to the mindset like if yep. if if you want to be great you'll find a way to be great on a on a side note big shout out to Allison too of course yeah. she's gonna we'll definitely be getting a text about this thanks Jay. yeah love you Allie. <laughs> i am the catalyst of that conversation speaking of, speaking of she said that i uh, won starting five two weeks ago i want to say so i never gave her a thank you uh for that. <laughs> she says that almost every other week she just ali ali's just ali's yeah she yeah, likes well, cool. i think we should get into the starting five though uh, oh, hold on i have well, oh, i have one, one more thing more yeah before. no no i have one thing about that yeah, and it's a little different than you guys. That's why the only reason why I feel like I need to bring it up. I think it's ninety five percent environmental. Yeah, I think genetics have a very small portion to do with it, and and the reason I feel that way is because with modern science and with the way that we train athletes now, I think that. I can maximize like obviously basketball. Yeah. Being tall helps. Right. But just because my dad is tall doesn't mean I'm going to be tall. Right. And just because like I end up being tall doesn't mean I'm going to be good. So to me, looking at it, I think it's a hundred, like almost a hundred percent environmental because it's more about the, the type of like the type of learning process you create for them to be good. And I think that's where like right or wrong, I think that's where Tiger's dad like really excelled, right? I think that's where like the Williams, like Venus, like if you haven't seen King Richard, you should 100% watch King Richard. That was like, that's like, that dude's, that dude's my idol as a dad. Is like. That's that's gonna be you, Jared? That's 100% gonna be me. I've already started writing it, so. (laughs) My manifesto is on the way. Um, But like like think about it like that i'll just use that like i don't want to go too far but like dude is from compton never played tennis in his life and he created two of the greatest tennis players of all time yeah Maybe, that's actually probably, really, that's a really good point probably the greatest tennis player of all time with no tennis background yeah and no tennis like body or anything so it's like to me it's all about the environment you create for them because if 
I want you, if I want you to be really good at this or that, or this sport or whatever, like if I'm better at creating the environment for learning and growing in that sport, then you're going to be better off and you're going to be more well-prepared to like, whatever it is, like handle adversity or like Excel or just any of that. So I think most of it's environmental because the other thing about kids that I've learned more um, in the recent years is that like, they're the most adaptable, like living things you can possibly find. And it's like, if I set things up in a certain way, and lead them or like push them to a certain um, answer or like solution, like they will figure it out because they're so adaptable. And so I think like, again, maybe like with Jordan, we talk about Jordan, like he, and I'm, I'm just speaking, I don't know for a fact, like maybe he didn't create like that environment. Maybe he didn't have his close relationship. That's like what people say and blah, blah, blah. Whereas you look at the flip side, look at, like LeBron James kids, like he's obviously super involved. Um, you know, he's in their lives a lot and like doing all this stuff and like helping them, you know, kind of create the environment to like have the success. Cause it's not like, like Bronny's athletic. It's not like Bronny's the most athletic, you know, how tall is he? He's like six, three. Yeah. He's pretty damn athletic. I know, but I'm saying like he's <laughs> not the but he's not the most athletic. No, person. He's like he's real yeah. athletic. Right? I mean, no. yeah, I mean you're comparing him to to high school Braun, which again, that's I think I'll give you the but, I'll give you the height part of the genetics because Bronny is not six eight. So right, but what I'm saying is that like he's growing into his body and all that, but it's like the I just feel like the environment's the most important part, and I think that's probably especially with like what we brought up in the beginning. Corda sisters and Sebastian, the the brother, like they all played individual sports. They're both their parents are really good at individual sports. So they understood the mental dynamic and how to like set up the environment to be successful at, in, in that individual realm, I guess. So that's just interesting part. That I all thought. this tennis talk. I will mention the Australian open finals on Sunday. Mm, and I'll be tapped in to watch we got, we got. Win his 10th Australian Open. Wow. Good play. Good play. Sipas is really good, but he's not beating Have him. you? Hey, I started watching Breaking Point on Netflix. Very good. I, I like need it. to watch it. I need to Dude, watch it. Dude, it's good. I'm on I need, I really want to watch the one about Nick Kyrgios because he's That's fat. the first one. He's That's the fat first one? Fascinated. It's a cool episode. <laughs> the one I'm watching now is like actually – the one I'm watching now is about Fritz. It's a, He's the third episode. I was, I was, uh, we, me and my teammates were talking about tennis and we were talking about Nick Kyrgios <laughs> and I, f- I pulled up the video of him. <laughs> I don't know what tournament it was at where he literally, where he takes his water bottle and throws it at the, uh, the, the judge. Have you guys seen this? No. Yeah. The yeah. judge is like in there, the, the judge is in there and whatever. And Nick Kyrgios takes the water bottle and throws it full speed. And then the judge like looks at him and he's like, what, like, what was that? Like, what are you doing? And Nick Kyrgios just goes. It slipped. What? It slipped. It slipped. And he just keeps saying it over and over again. And then he goes, no, I was I was going, he goes, I was taking a drink and it slipped. And he he's he's nuts, bro. You no, watch the insane. video and he's, he's winded up and everything. Bro, like just wait. I don't want to tell you what happens in the episode, but just wait till you watch the episode. This dude, you're like, bro, what is wrong with this guy? No, he's insane. He's talented, but he's insane. Yeah, he's probably not long for the sport for being honest. <laughs> he's so funny. Man, that was some good combo. I'm not gonna lie. Uh that was fun, but uh, we do got to get into starting five. I know I talked about it, but 
We we've been brainstorming a lot with the end of football season coming up. We've had like a few different uh football related starting fives. So you might have a couple back to back here. I don't know. I'm excited uh, no, for this one though. Yeah, no promises. But tonight we do have a NFL mascots starting five. Uh mm. I, I Jared's excited. You can go, man. If you want to no, if I you want to last. All right, no, Tom, I'm just kidding. I, I, can, I can go first if you want me to go first. You do this every single time. I uh, know. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. All right. Tom, you want me to go or are you going to go? Floor is yours, Waters. Yeah, this guy's right. excited. I'm excited. I just think this is just like a great – there's just so many ways you can go. One wine glass, and here he goes with an NFL mascot. Uh, definitely ahead. not wine. There's a little bit more than one. Uh, <laughs> My fault. Uh I mean, I'm a I'm a grown up, so. Um, and we're not. <laughs> Tommy technically is not. <laughs> uh, all right, okay. Uh, you are Tom. Yeah. I mean, I was just saying by the legal standards. Okay, Johnny Law, let's go. <laughs> if you want to keep right. talking about me, we can switch the starting five. <laughs> <laughs> starting five Tom moments. <laughs> All right, NFL NFL mascots. Okay, at my point guard, I need someone real cerebral. I need the smartest guy on the floor. I need someone that's not afraid to attack the Sharks. Give me Dolphins, the point guard. Interesting play, for sure, an interesting play. (laughs) Okay. This is one of the smartest animals in the animal kingdom, like. Tom, Tom and I looked at each other over Zoom like, yo. <laughs> Come on. Like, I need intelligence at the point guard, and they're going to have the ball in their hands. Like, why not pick a dolphin? It's one of the smartest animals alive. There's got to be, like, a name for him, though. Like, it was it was the give me dolphins. <laughs> oh, Miami dolphins? I was supposed to say the whole thing? I mean, like, I feel like mascots have a name. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh. So you want, like, this specific mascot name? No, I'm not have, doing that. Yeah, I, don't I don't have, have that, that either. Dang, you guys! Tom, suck. Wow, Tom really did his research. Maybe Tom well, I did gone. too, but I mean, yeah. no, right, I don't got that. Guard? Who's your shooting All guard? Right. Shooting guard. Okay, for his namesake, some people called MJ the Black Cat. I need someone very agile, someone that's willing to put the ball on the ground, rise above the defense, finish with finesse. Give me Panthers, the shooting guard. Good pick. Okay. Good pick. Small forward, just the way the NBA works right now. I need switchable defenders. I need people that can play multiple positions. I need someone that can really dig in, you know, like dig in and really lock up. Give me the 49ers. Okay. Okay. At the power forward, the Giannis of my team, powering over everyone else, dominating the game. Even LeBron. LeBron plays some small power forward. Give me Titans at power forward. Okay. At the center, this guy's just pure rim runner. If he gets downhill, he's taking you out. He's dunking on you with a lot of authority, a lot of power. Give me Bills at the center. Okay. Straight rim runner. Rim to rim. Yeah. All right. Well, I went about this differently obviously tom honestly mine's like i'm getting the names for him right now but mine works that way too so you can go ahead and i I can follow you i i I didn't i i literally like yeah 
I, all right. Well, my my backcourt, you know, I need a dynamic duo. I I want to I want a Splash Brothers esque backcourt. Two guys that'll just take care of business and just rain from downtown. That's why I've got my point guard as Freddie the Falcon, the Atlanta Falcons, and I've got my shooting guard as Big Red. For those who don't know, Big Red, that's the Arizona Cardinals mascot. All right. I don't want the Falcon and the Cardinal. I want Freddie Falcon and Big Red. And I'm going to take this a little more detailed than Waters. At the three. Uh, at the three, here's a guy. He's a three-level scorer. I mean, I need to think of something new to say, but this is just what I need at the three. He's a three-level scorer. He gets the job done. And, I mean, he's cheering on Kirk Thuggins. So why not? Give me Victor the Viking. All right. At the is four. He a fraud? No, he's not a fraud. Victor's a legit. Does he wear the chain? Victor is legit tough. Okay. Okay. I believe he plays in a dome. Give me a break. He's legit tough. All right. At the four, I don't think much more needs to be said. This guy's an absolute psychopath. That's what we need is our four. Give me Steely McBeam. Jared, if you don't know, that's the Pittsburgh Steelers mascot. I didn't know. See, that's Steely why I didn't even go that route. Steely McBeam. I like that. And at the five, this guy's just patrolling the skies. All right. He's he's sending everything away at the rim. He's a lob threat. He's getting up high and throwing it down hard. And he's 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 probably goaltending a few times, but that's okay. It's the effort that counts. Give me Poe, the Raven. The Raven. Wow. So you got a lot of foul in your uh in your five, a lot of it, fouls. No, no. Yeah, fouls, birds. You have three fouls? birds. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I didn't I'm understand the fouls reference. No, you're good. Foul. That is another word for bird. Yeah, oh. foul. Wow, I'm, I'm learning something new every day. I literally right. didn't know. Wise, wise, sure it is. You Come know. on, man. I um, thought you were calling my lineup a bunch of hacks. No, no, not f o u l f o w l. Foul. Am I like, am I dumb for not knowing that? That's all right, man. Either. It's fine. Okay. He's beyond, he's beyond our years, bro. This is like, this. here comes analogy waters. Yeah. You, my play on we, words was. Lead the horse I'm to the saying. water, but I can't make it drink. How many times have we heard that one, Luke? Not from me. That's, that, that's, that's one of my favorite quotes, actually. That's not mine. Every blind squirrel. No, I could, I could type mine. that in my text right now and find Jared saying that. I definitely have never said that. Mine is every blind squirrel finds an even blind squirrels find acorns. Yeah, he's That's told me that often yeah. when I hit a random rager. Yeah. Um. All right, man. So I I I pivoted. Um. You can go either way. Maybe I did it. No, wrong, because but... mine was like three out of the five were like that, and two weren't. But I just switched, so we're good. Um. So at the point guard, I want someone who's real elusive. Um. And, you know. During the holiday season, you got Elf on the Shelf. You know, that's an elusive being. You never know where you're going to find the Elf. Where are you going Give me, this? Give me Brownie the Elf, the Browns mascot, as my point guard. I think Brownie is Their mascot is, is super, an Elf? You haven't yeah, seen that? Oh, their mascot is a dog. No, yeah, it's an Elf. elf it, there's Well, I think they have multiple because I don't think the Browns really know. Well, that's the Elf was literally the middle of the field. In the middle year. of the field. Yep. Brownie Bro, the Elf. Get their dog, up, John. Come on. Uh, well, they're the dog pound. They're the dog pound too. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we're both right. But Brownie the elf, give me the, him at the point guard. Um, at the shooting guard, I, I need some money. I need some money at the shooting guard. I need someone who's going for the gold. The 49ers give me sourdough Sam at the shooting guard. Uh, I, I like the digging. Gold. 
You got to dig, man. You got to dig in. Jared, I like my pick better. Like, okay, cool. (laughs) Great pick. Um, But, yeah, he's going for money. He's going for gold. You know what I'm saying? At the small forward, I need a I need a heady defender, a heady defender on on my perimeter. I need to rampage the ram. This guy, this guy's locking down my perimeter. He's he's he, he's a staunch defender. He's really he's respect really rampage's thing. game. Yeah, 100%. definitely. He got cut in tryouts, but I respect his game. Yep. No, he came late to mine, so I, he really had to earn his spot, and that's that's something that won me over though. But um, oh, at the so four, um. I have I have the same as Jared. Unfortunately, I have the Titans. T Rack is his name. The Titans, yeah, but that's a great I chose this for the four. I chose this for a different reason, and this is the one that wasn't part of the mascots actually. Because do we know who a Titan was? I, I know Tommy knows who was a Titan. Thanos was a Titan, and this uh, guy, this guy was an absolute being in his in his universe. So, man, if you have Thanos at your four, exactly. So, give yeah. me the Titan right. at the four. A great, hey, great pick, man. Great pick. And then at the five, I thought Tom was going to steal it when he started talking about his five, but I went a different bird route. Um, I went with someone who is a real rim protector, um, and he comes downhill fast. I want Blitz the Seahawk as my five. <laughs> I think that's something. Oh, that uh, you guys you guys have an avian affliction. What are you talking about? You're just telling Aaron, Blitz shut the Seahawk? Up. It's only Jamal Adams down there. Good pick. Right. I'm just, I'm just hey, giving you a good man. play on words here. All right, so my walk-on pick. <laughs> this, this one's been taken already, but it wasn't taken correctly. I took this walk-on pick because I think if you saw his name, you wouldn't be very intimidated. You would oh, think. Oh, no, no, Luke, don't do it. <laughs> you you <laughs> think this guy's not about his business. Um, Luke, he's not here to do get it up. He is the I best. Sir Purr. No! That's my walk-on pick. Sir Purr, man. He's an incredible pick. Wait, who is he? It's the Panther. Sir Wait, Purr. how can you pick? If he's already in a starting five, he can't be a walk-on. Yeah, but you just said the Panthers. I took Sir Purr, and apparently Tommy did too. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going with. Sir Purr. Uh, and you look man. at Sir Purr, and you look at Sir Purr, and you don't you don't expect much. You're not gonna expect much, but this guy he Sir Purr, like S-I-R space P-U-R. Yes. Fine. Two R's actually fine. I'm gonna go in a different. I roll the R. I'm gonna audible. I'm gonna audible, audible here. Tom. I'm gonna audible here, but way I'm to think on your feet, big, PG. I'm gonna audible here, but I'm also gonna go with the big cat. You know, and uh, mm. I almost put them in my five. Didn't make well. it though. He's got a great name as well. He didn't make it. And honestly, I'm doing it solely because of the name. Give me Jackson Deville, <laughs> the Jaguars mascot. Oh, nice. I was thinking you were going a different direction. Jackson. Jackson yeah. Deville. That's, that's that is a great by. name. That actually is a great name. I like that. You know, here's here's a guy that that is cheering for a team of a quarterback who just took his first Saturday loss, and this is just a special. Is and it's a special cat. Your obsession with Trevor Lawrence's record on Saturdays is hilarious. We're gonna see Tom in a few years with a Trevor Lawrence type hairdo. Yeah, I like that. There you go, Tom. I wouldn't rule that out. I wouldn't rule that out. I would support it. Yeah. Tom, whatever you feel is comfortable. Jackson DeVille. Jackson DeVille. Great pick, Great Tom. Pick. I like it. That's a really good name. Uh, so my walk-on pick, um, anytime we're in a bind, anytime we really need to, like, win a game, like we're playing somebody, we're, we're the underdogs, you know? Walk-ons are underdogs. They're not expecting much. If I need to steal a game, give me the Steelers. 
Anticlimactic for sure. Yeah, he hated yeah. on us for for doing that, and I literally had Steely McBeam as my starting four. <laughs> Steely McBeam. I figured I didn't more. know. I didn't. I I didn't know that that was in the play. But once I was in the play, it was like you know there are the Chargers, and I felt like I liked the Steelers better. At yeah, I, I, I feel on bad. Steely McBeam. All right, I, I feel bad about the Sir Per debacle. <laughs> So funny. I can't believe his name is Serpent. Jacksonville DeVille or Jackson DeVille. Like that's like that's like right there though, Tom. That's like I it's gonna be a tough race. Sir Purris. Sir Purr is so high level. So special. Sir Purr. Who comes up with that stuff? Damn Jesus. Apparently the Panthers marketing team. Yeah, man. Um Jared, I think the floor is Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, you are not ready for this one, Tom. This one's gonna hit hard at the heart here. <sighs> when me and Keese raid Luke and Tommy in this 2v2. Pause. I'll, th- I'll think back to those 50 chips a night. And that's what got me right. I give it like a six and a half out of ten. Yeah. Tommy's mad because I made a play on the Raiders and that's his team and they're bad. Yeah. Oh, I didn't that that flew over my head. Yeah, it was over my head too. Nah, it's all right. Like I said, not everybody has the gift. This is a little anticlimactic. I'm not gonna lie. Damn. All right, it's all right. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's, it's it's gonna be a little bit how the match is gonna go as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a. Speaking of a boring golf, match. golf attire. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this my hoodie tonight. Shout out to Roback. You know you can go ahead and buy that link in the bio. And is that waterproof though? Uh, they do have waterproof options. Um, All right, cool. This one isn't. This is more of just a comfort hoodie. Nice stitching up here, though. It, I got it on after I got home today after my workout. Send oh, me the link. Man. Send me the link. It's it's in our it's in our link tree. That that's a horrible optic for the brand, right? That. <laughs> no, I want you to link. send. Me, no, the link of the waterproof. Okay, I got you. You want the waterproof boy? I got yeah, you. I want the specific. Okay, you know, weather's tough out here on the course. And yeah, it's right, nice, right, recently, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, fellas. I think it's it's getting close to bedtime. Yeah, it's time to wrap it up. Um, episode twenty six. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. The I feel like I'm laughing. I feel like there's got to be a low-key an apology as well. Like this was insane. I loved it, but it was it was. Yeah, I we went like overboard. Tom we might have to cut some out. Yeah, <laughs> Tom is not feeling the Raiders uh, play. Huh? <laughs> got it. Sorry, Tom. I don't know. My, that was too my close. Head, to my headspace just isn't there. Like I was expecting a good poem, and Jared just dropped that, whatever that was. All right, Tom. <laughs> hey, man, it's not my fault. Your team's ass. Okay. This is a family-rated program, yeah, Jared. Couple. They of really we need to get CC on here more so he can behave. Yeah. There's been a lot of requests for CC as a. There has been. There has been. Shout out, shout out, CC. She's probably dreaming about God knows what right now. The the pod. Fifteen second clip might be the best fifteen seconds of the pod so far. That was really good. Got got a lot of reactions. Did we really? Yeah, a lot of people were asking for her back. Uh, Yeah, we should bring her back. We can bring her back. It's not a problem. Let's definitely do that. This this is a little late for bedtime, but yeah. When uh, she's the next next Nelly Corda, she can. Yeah, good combos today. A little extended, but that happens. Sorry, but I think it's about that time for your favorite walk-ons to walk out. 